It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Oh, yeah. We in here. We in here. We in here. Come on in here. Come on in here. Welcome, 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 welcome to the Preacher's Kona. Oh, you feel it? Hey, the Mayberry, how you feeling? I'm feeling good. How you feeling? Ah, can't complain, can't complain. It's going to be a good one. Tell somebody to tell somebody to tell somebody that we in here. We in here. Get in here. Yeah. Shout out to my LinkedIn family, to the Twitter family, JTM Ministries on Facebook and FRM Ministries on Facebook, HODTV YouTube, and JTM Ministries on YouTube. Man, we got a full house tonight. We got a full house tonight. We streaming on multiple platforms purposely. That's right, that's right, that's right, that's right. It's a mafia thing, thing, thing. Good evening. Go ahead, go ahead. I know you want to say it. Go ahead, go ahead. Good evening, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Y'all say some differences. Oh, guess who got a mic? Yeah, yeah. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Yeah, we in the building. We in the building. We in the building. We in the building. Look, what's up, family? They piling on in. They piling on in. I see. I see you. I see you. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. Once again, shout out to each and everybody that's joining us on LinkedIn, on Twitter. On Facebook, shout out to each and every new viewer. Do us a favor. Go crazy on them hearts or whatever you can do on whatever platform you own. You have entered the Preacher Corner Zone. I am your host, Pastor JT, and this is... That's her name, that's her game, and ain't no shame in it. How about that? How about that? Drop those anchor emojis if you're anchored in the Lord. Good evening, everybody. Good evening, everybody. I see ya. I see ya. I see ya. Yes, right. That's right. That's right. That's right. If you so happen to jump on one of the YouTube platforms, go ahead and smash that like button. Smash that like button. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let me maybe say something. Let me check you. <laughs> I hope everybody's doing well. Yeah, yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. We say ya. We say ya. Celebrating 12 years of ministry on yesterday. I got the balloons behind me. 
It's Mafia Gang Gang, they surprised the boy. With it, I'm cool with it, I'm cool with it. Much love, much love, much love, much love, much love, much love. Listen, if by chance you've been having one of them raggedy days, you need a little bit of encouragement. Ah, uh, go ahead and give you a little bit of encouragement. We want to encourage you to hold on, hold on, don't jump off no bridges or none of this stuff. Just hold. What you got? Battles won, will I win every soul? Nah, but I die trying. Cause I'm sick of my community suffering and mama's crying. I can do wrong things through Christ, which strengthens me. So there's nothing that my girl can't change, including me. Yo, I live by his word, and nothing else. Cause this word is so sufficient, it can stand on my itself. See, the truth will set you free. Set you free. True indeed, cause I'm walking through the valley with the Lord as my lead. Get me a mission to reach to you. Pray I will succeed And so far my friends been answered Cause I got the tools I need So I'ma keep on pushing Let them add in my story If the end is about to cry I won't see you indeed yes indeed yes indeed we back in the building lady mayberry is in the building i'm in the building the gang is in the building everybody is in the building lady mary how you feeling i'm feeling good yeah i know that's right yay shout out shout out to each and everybody in the chat yes lord they rolled in deep the mafia gang gang is in the building yeah oh yeah you have reached the plateau we on the corner y'all we on the corner we on the corner if by chance this is indeed your first opportunity, uh, tune it in. Shout out to you if you're on LinkedIn, if you're on Facebook, if you're on YouTube. God bless you. God bless you. Pastor JT is trying to be on his best behavior. I have no idea who's watching, so we want to be. No, man, ain't nobody doing all that, man. We gonna make... Listen, listen. This is 
our website here it is here it is here it is right here right here if by chance you need to know anything that you need to know possibly uh something that you don't know uh something that you need to know it's right there right there on the website the website is www.thepreacherscorner.net there you can find all that you need to know all that you want to know all that you're going to know about the preacher's corner that's right that's right that's right yeah yeah we here she here with me maybe maybe it was mocking me earlier today had the line all down and now she's camera shy y'all so i asked her if she wanted to do it hey man go ahead go ahead go ahead go ahead now she's shy she had it all down she said all you need to do and all you need to say and all you she had it all down she's talking about good evening go ahead oh man god well, here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Over the weekend. Over the weekend, we had 67 downloads. Give God some praise. Sixty-seven downloads. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Eddie Mayberry is gonna tell us. Places are. I have a few of them download. Go ahead, take it from here. I want to shout what y'all we have some people that uh they downloaded in rocky mountain house canada montreal norwalk connecticut peterson new jersey ashburn virginia north Olmstead, ohio cleveland columbus lakewood east point augusta griffin coverton atl wichita kansas memphis Tennessee, Edmond, Oklahoma, Miami, Florida, Palm Beach, Orlando, Bellevue, Gary. I'm going back to Indiana. That's right in my Michael Jackson voice. That's right. Schumburg, Illinois, Chicago, Hanman, Illinois, Boise, Idaho, Burlington, Iowa, Los Angeles, California, Chico, Clovis. Sacramento, San Jose, Oakland, Kent, Washington, Fresno, Las Vegas, Denton, Texas, Houston, Texas, Grant, Fairfield, Garland, Hassett, Alito, Dallas, Grand Perry, Irving, Kennedale, Mansfield, Saginaw, Hurst, McKinney, Burleson, Fresno, Lilliam, Alvarado, Plano, Katie, Austin, Denver, 
Forest Hill, Texas. Crowley, Texas. And Preview University. Preview. The Marching Storm. University. That's right, that's right. Preview University. I had to go ahead and get it out. I couldn't hold it. I couldn't hold it any longer. I couldn't hold it. That's the normally way I say it. And just because we got company, hey, it is what it is. This is what you're going to get. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. That's right, that's right, that's right, that's right. That's right. We have a good one. We got 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 a good one, man. If by chance you don't know the format of what we're doing, we got a reaction to some preaching. We're going to give our take on what the preacher had to say. That's what we do right here on the Preacher's Corner. We like to shed light, give some encouragement, give some points, and shed some word for the lovers of the word of God. That's what we do right here. That's what we do right here on uh, the Preacher's Indeed Corner. Yeah, Lady Mayberry, what you got? I'm excited. You excited? Tonight's topic. What? What is kingdom? We started dealing with the kingdom last week. And tonight, uh, we got another giant. We got another giant in the in the kingdom that preaches kingdom principles. Um, he is Bishop R.C. Blake Jr. of the New Home Ministries Church of New Orleans. Louisiana. He's the son of the late Bishop Robert Blakes, a pastor in New Home Ministries of New Orleans and East Texas. So, y'all want to pay close attention. It's a different style uh, tonight. He's not actually in the pulpit. He's at his crib, in his crib. And for those that that do uh, that have been following where we've been on the Pritchard's Corner, it's going to tie right into where we already been. It should be confirmation. It should be confirmation for those that are just jumping on. Do yourself a favor and go back and check out all of the videos on our YouTube channel. Go back and check it out, man. There's some good, there's some good, good Christian content. There's some good Christian content. And if you love preaching, you'll love this platform. Listen, we're going to get right into it, but before we get right into it, we have to practice our fair use. Copyright disclaimer under section 107 of the Copyright Act 1976. Allowance is made for fair use for purposes such as criticism, comment, news reporting, scholarship, and research. Fair use is a use permitted by copyright statute that might otherwise be infringing. Nonprofit, educational, or personal use tips the balance in favor of fair use. That's right, that's right, that's right, that's right, that's right, that's right. Y'all ready for it? Let's get it!
So I come to introduce you to the kingdom of God, God's way of doing things, God's system whereby God's people will succeed in a failing world. Now, most saints will, most believers will miss the blessing of kingdom living because to live in the dimension of the kingdom requires the ability to trust God beyond your sight. The kingdom is invisible to the carnal eye. This is something my, my late father really tried to teach us, and I'm going to republish his book, God's Kingdom Alive in You, because God, Dad had this revelation decades ago that the kingdom of God is alive on the inside of us. And when the world's systems fall apart, the kingdom of God kicks in for us like that backup tank, that backup fuel tank in the plane kicked in. But it only kicked in when Curtis engaged it. So you see, you can have a backup tank and still crash if you never engage it. You can have the kingdom of God available to you and still fail if you don't engage the kingdom of God. But the kingdom of God requires that you would have the ability to trust beyond your sight. Trust beyond your sight. Luke chapter 17 verses 20 and 21 says, and when he was demanded of the Pharisees, when the kingdom of God should come, he answered them and said, the kingdom of God cometh not with observation. Neither shall they say, lo here or lo there, for behold, the kingdom of God is within you. You see, God has taken and assassinated religion over the last almost two years. COVID-19 has assassinated religion. Man-made rules, man-made organizations, man-made rituals. God has assassinated it. And now God says to his people, take your focus off of religion and turn your focus to the kingdom because it is in the kingdom of God. God's system for operating in a failing world that provides the glory ushers the glory of God into and upon the people of God. Now, there are a few things I What you got? What you got? What you got? That was a lot just, just right, right there. there. <laughs> Such good um, content. The first thing that got me, he came out of the box saying, most people will miss the blessing to live a kingdom life. That's right. Because to live this life is challenging because you have to live in the, to live in the kingdom is to trust God beyond your sight. Right. To trust God beyond what you see. And y'all know it's hard for people, it's hard for us to trust God when we can't see it. We mm -hmm. like to be able to see it, feel it, touch it. We want to do five cents on it. So it's so hard for us to trust God and, and we can't see it. But it says many people are going to miss the blessing to live kingdom because it's a challenge 
Because you got to trust God beyond your sight. Right. He said the kingdom is invisible to the carnal eye. I love that. To the carnal. To the carnal eye. Ah. You know, there's so many scriptures in the Bible, especially in Romans. It, it, it separates our, carn, our carnality um, versus uh, our spirituality. In Romans, if you want to learn anything about your separating your flesh from your spirit, man, go to Romans. So the start at Romans 1 and take it on up. And it talks a, a lot about um, separating, like killing your flesh, mortifying the deeds of your flesh, and knowing that your carnal, the carnal-minded person is enmity with God. That's what the Bible says. It's an opponent. It's an enemy of God because it's a constant struggle. So I like that when he said the kingdom is invisible to that fleshly person, the carnal person. You can't see it because you're too carnal that you your that carnal eye can't see uh, the kingdom of God. It said the kingdom of God lives inside of us. <laughs> and so you can't see it because it does not come with observation. We looked at the scripture that he gave out. Y'all go take a look at Luke 17, 20 through 21. Oh, it is powerful. Yeah. And and what it was, it was saying that they were asking where the kingdom of heaven was. Where was it? Is it here? Is it there? You know, is it before us? And Jesus answered and said, the kingdom of, of heaven was inside the people. But before he gave them that, uh, he gave them an illustration first. Y'all know how Jesus liked to do it. And Give he was it letting them the know, parable. it does not come with observation. Mm -mm. It don't come with observation. You know, we, we are people that like to see it. You gotta see it. We wanna be we wanna it to be explained to us and most of all it gotta make sense. <laughs> we mm. got we want people to make it make sense. And the thing about the spiritual side of us is it doesn't make sense. It just doesn't. It doesn't make sense. And a lot of times um the Bible even says that God takes the foolish things to confound the wise. He'll take things that are that look crazy, that don't sound right, that don't add up. Like he'll he'll give you a business plan with no money. No. He'll give you a business plan with a with a um with a 420 credit score and then tell you to go to the bank and apply for a loan. It don't make sense. But that's what kind of guy we serve. <laughs> right, 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 right. It don't make sense. Don't make sense at all. That's all right. good. Let's keep rolling. Let's keep rolling. Now, there are a few things I want to share with you, just a few things I want to share with you about the kingdom system. Number one, there is never any lack in the kingdom of God. There's never any lack in the kingdom of God. My, 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 my dad's pastor, his spiritual father, Dr. F.H. Dunn, in a conversation with dad one day, I was a kid and I would always pay attention in a conversation with dad one day, in a, in, within a, the context of a certain conversation, Dr. Dunn said to dad, even in a starving country, the king always eats steak. So even when the world is starving, when the world is on empty, when the world is falling apart, those of us who are tapped into the kingdom of God, there is no lack. You can go to any country in the world. It does not matter how much, you know, um, poverty or famine may be in the land. The ambassador 
from the United States of America within the embassy there is eating well. He or she is eating just like we eat here in the States because there is never any lack in the kingdom of God. Don't look around at the world and, and judge your life based on this world system unless you're choosing to live by this world system. But if you're like me and you're tapped into the kingdom of God, the first thing you must do is you must, you must catch a revelation for you. There is no lack. Can I get you to say that with me? For me, there is no lack. It doesn't matter, you know, what your friends choose to do, but for you and for your house, there is no lack. Because anybody that is lack conscious is functioning out of the reports of this world. And again, I know you may get tired of hearing me talk about my dad, but I learned everything I know from my dad. My dad would say, uh, we don't live by the headlines of men. We live by the lifeline of God. It's not for us. It's not about who's in the White House. It's about who's in the lighthouse. So I'm not lack conscious because I'm tapped into the kingdom of God. I live on a kingdom system. You know, I spend more money helping other people. You know, I do things that I never talk about. I help, I help ministries. I help, you know, and I'm talking about personally. I'm not talking about out of uh, new home ministries. I'm talking about personally. Sons and daughters that are trying to do things. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm because I do not have, I used to have a lack consciousness. I would count every nickel, every penny. I don't have to count no pennies, man. God is multiplying everything pertaining to me because in the kingdom of God, number one, there is never any lack. Matthew 6 and 33 says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all of these things shall be added unto you. Because the kingdom of God has very real but invisible resources available. Very real but invisible resources available. Now, um, if you go to John chapter 6, verses 5 through 12, 5 through 12, it says, but when Jesus then lifted up his eyes and saw a great company come unto him, he saith unto Philip, whence shall we buy bread that these may eat? These people have been with us. How are we going to feed these people? And this he said to prove or to test him. Watch this. For he himself knew what he would do. Some of you all are in a situation right now where, you know, in the natural, you don't seem to have the, the resources to meet the demand. But I say to you, just like the scripture said of Jesus, he already knows what he's going to do. He himself knew what he would do. Philip answered him, 200 penny worth of bread is not sufficient for them that every one of them may take a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, saith unto him, there's a lad here which hath five barley loaves and two small fishes. But what are they among so many? Dr. Dunn also said that was the equivalent of equivalent of two fish and five biscuits to feed thousands. 
And Jesus said, make the men sit down. You see, the kingdom of God starts with order. Now, there was much grass in the place, so the men sat down in number about 5,000. And Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed to the disciples and the disciples to them that were set down, and likewise to the fishes, of the fishes rather, as much as they would. When they were filled, he said unto his disciples, gather up the fragments that remain and nothing be lost. See, I just demonstrated, the scripture just demonstrated the kingdom of God. It does not come with observation. Look how quickly that happened. You didn't even see that happen. We went from two fish and five loaves of bread and you didn't even see it happen. All you saw was the, the lad had the lunch. The disciple got the lunch from the lad. The disciple turned the lunch into, over into the hands of Jesus. Jesus gave thanks, started pulling it down, giving it away. And when he got through, 5,000 men plus women and children were fed and they had surplus left over. You see how quickly the kingdom of God kicked in? That's how quickly God is going to manifest the kingdom of God in your situation, in your healing, in your finances, in your relationship, in your emotional well-being. You see how the kingdom of God moved and you missed it? All we know is Jesus lifted up not enough and gave thanks for it. And when he came down and started distributing it, it turned into more than enough. Why? There's never any lack in the kingdom. Jesus already knew what he would do. What was that? I'm going to tap into heaven's resources. I'm not going to rely on these natural resources because they run out, but I'm going to tap into heaven resources. And when he came down, he started distributing and it was more than enough because there's never any lack in the kingdom of God. Let me prophesy to you today. There's no lack in your life. There is no lack in your life. Glory to God. There's no lack in your life. You're getting ready to see God take your two fish and your five loaves and feed a multitude and leave you with surplus. My Lord, my Lord, my Lord, my Lord. <laughs> Look, that one right there was just so loaded. It was, it was so much in that one that, in just that portion, that that it was, it was time to take a break. We had to take a break just to just to look at that one from a. Golly, <laughs> listen, he said consciousness. Of lack, yeah, lack conscious. lack conscious, and so that 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 means that the individual is consciously focused on what they don't have. They mind don't go beyond what they have. They focus on what they don't have. I don't have a man. I don't have a woman. I don't have a job. I don't have good credit. I don't have a car. I don't have this. I don't have good health. I don't. I, I don't have. I don't have. And they don't focus. Golly, that is. I started off the the message yesterday. My assignment today is to upset systems.
disassemble organizational plots and plans that have been strategically assembled purposely for you to fail, purposely for you to fall, purposely for you to give up, for you to get discouraged, for you not to believe with the measure of faith that you've already been provided. This man of God went live yesterday with this. And I preached this yesterday. God is good God Almighty. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I love when he said, when the world is falling apart, there is no lack for those who are part of the kingdom of God. He said, when you're tapped in. When you're tapped in. He said, when you're tapped like in, tapped in to the kingdom of God, Ooh, wow. there is no lack. He said, everything around us can be falling apart, y'all. I got so excited because I started thinking about how when we were praying and stuff during the pandemic, and I say, we haven't lost nothing during the pandemic. We didn't, we lost, we didn't have no jobs. But, but all of the, everything we needed fell into place. And, and now I understand why. To say, when you are tapped into the kingdom of God, there right. is no lack. No Not lack. for those people who are in the kingdom of God, who are part of the kingdom of God. It said in, 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 in those other countries, it says that... Um, that the kings, even when, they're, when there's a, a drought and there's no food, they still eat. The kings still eat good because they are a part of the kingdom. Yeah. See, everybody else don't. They don't. They're not a part of the kingdom, so they don't get to eat. But everybody in the king's house, they still eat good. And that that stirred something up on the inside of me because I said, if we're part, if we're king kids and we're part of the kingdom, we gonna eat good when anybody else eating. Case in point, why God gave me the the the, the word that He did for the Women's Month about rebuilding us. He's turning some things down, but even in the midst of that, He said He was going to take care of us. This gives me the assurance. This is why that God said we He's going to take care of us, that we was going to be all right while He's rebuilding and and uh, restoring things around us. This is why we know we're going to be good. Because when the King is when you're part of the kingdom and the King eat, you get to eat. I love when he said it too. Anybody that lack conscious, they they function by the world systems. You don't look at things the way God look at things. You don't look at what your Bible says. That's why he gave us Matthew six thirty three. We we quote this all the time, and it says um, in the Bible it says, "Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God, and His righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you." We say it all the time. But, but the, the reason, reason why he said that, that, which was so good, good the point that he made here, he said, because he said, I live on a kingdom system. And if you live on a kingdom system, you'll seek the kingdom first. You won't go and ask nobody for anything. You won't cry about what you don't have. You'll do what the Bible say and seek you first the kingdom of God. You'll go to God for what you need. And you'll never have a lack. He, he put down a little nugget. I had to write this down. He said, heaven has very real but invisible resources that are available to his children. He said, heaven has very real but invisible resources and they are available to each and every one of the people that are part of the kingdom of God. 
Lord, Lord have mercy. mercy. He, he said, said we, we don't, don't deal, deal with natural resources, resources but God, God already knows what he's going to do. He puts he puts his super on our natural. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Man. That scripture, that, that story about the, the little boy with the two fishes and the five biscuits, that's what that story was equivalent to. Two fish. He had two fish and five biscuits. And, and, and when the, the disciple told Jesus he had that, then Jesus took it, he blessed it, and he fed. It was 5,000 men by itself. It wasn't, that's not including the children and the women. It was 5,000 men alone, and Jesus fed them all. And I said, after everybody ate, the 5,000 men, the children, and the women, they still had food left over. And I'm, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, a parable, I mean, it's a story. It's God is showing how he multiplied. God's math is not our math. It's, it, it, we know that clearly because he say one can put a thousand to, to plight two, ten thousand. What kind of math is that? What kind of addition is that? It don't even much matter to me. I don't care what kind of math God working with. As long as I'm a part of it. As long as I'm a part of it. I don't have to figure it out. It don't have to make sense to me, y'all. I've got to another place in God. It don't have to make sense to me. You don't have to explain it to me. That's why I said last Sunday. I don't have time to explain, keep explaining stuff to people. Just know that God said he was going to do it in his word. And I don't have time. Because that story, when that story hit, it was God. First of all, I say the kingdom starts with order. After the kingdom starts with order by making all the men have a seat. So that he could see what he was working with. It's that he said he did it without observation. Lord have mercy. He did it without observation. So remember, there is no lack. No lack for those that are part of the kingdom, y'all. There is no lack in your life. Somebody just type that on the screen. There is no lack in my life. Put that on the screen. We're going to declare that tonight. There is no lack in my life. Because we, we are big on seeing what, what we, we don't have. have. But, but the story, story clearly said, Jesus told him, get the lunch from the little boy, because he already knew what he was going to do with it, y'all. Take your little bit, because I'm going to tell you, it's like when you have nothing, that's when God can do something with it. When you're down to nothing, God is up to something. He said he took that two fishes and the five biscuits, and he made something out of it. He made something out of it. And that's what stirred me up about the story, y'all, because just thinking about how God does and he works in our lack, he makes it plentiful. He makes it plentiful when we don't have, when we think we don't have something. God turns around and he multiplies it for us. Lord, have mercy. Ain't no lack in my life. Ain't no lack in my life. I'm going to decree and declare that every time I get on my knees, I'm going to say there is no lack in my life. Because it's not about what you see, it's about what you know. It's about what you know. Y'all, that stirred me up. No lack in my life. I love that. I love that. I love the, you know what really threw me for a loop? is when the story say, but God already knew what he was going to do. He already knew what he was going to do for them. He already knew what he was going to do, y'all. Before you even get on your knees to ask God for what you need, he already knew what he was going to do for you in your situation. Good God. That, you ought to be shouting right where you're sitting at right now. 
just the fact of knowing that your daddy already knew what he was going to do for you in your situation of lack. If you did, if you had a place of lack in your life, your your daddy knows exactly what he's going to do, how he's going to pull you out of that situation. Whether he got to push you, pull you, snatch you, throw you, he going to deliver you though in that situation. Lord have mercy. No lack. No lack. I'm going to have to preach that thing. I'm going to have to preach that. I'm going to have to preach that, y'all. No lack. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. That's roll. Now, number two, the kingdom of God is beyond carnal comprehension. You see, some of you who are religious, you're trying to sit there now and you're trying to understand. You're scratching your head. You trying to, I'm trying to understand this. Okay, I, you know, people text me or email me and they say, well, explain this to me. There's some things I can't explain to you. We, we walk by faith and not by sight. You can't tap into God's system with carnal sense or your carnal mind or common sense because common sense only produces common results. When you start talking about tapping into the kingdom of God, you have to understand you're transcending your carnal comprehension. This is bigger than your little brain can put together. Glory to God. I'm trying to get you on to the kingdom system, man. Before we come back into these buildings completely and all of this kind of stuff, I'm trying to get you on to the kingdom system. God is ready to tap you into more than enough. I don't care that your mama and your grandma and your great grandma was broke. God is ready to pull you out of that generational curse and bring you into the supernatural blessing of kingdom existence. But the kingdom is beyond your carnal comprehension. Some of y'all are so busy looking, you can't see. Mark chapter four and verse 20, verses 26 and 27 says, and he said, so is the kingdom of God as if a man should cast seed into the ground and should, and should sleep and rise night and day and the seed should spring and grow up, he knoweth not how. You know, a farmer go and put that seed in the ground, they do their part. They can't explain to you how that seed germinates and then it produces a little, little uh, sprout and then that sprout turns into, you know, corn and then it, it gets to a point where you can harvest it and folk can eat it, they can send it all over the world. Because there's a natural part and there's a supernatural part. The farmer's part is to take the seed that is loaded with supernatural potential, put it into the right environment, invest it into the right place, and then watch God do what he can't do himself. It does not make sense. He knoweth not how. He does his part, and then he sits back and he watches God do the super. He brings the natural, God brings the super, put the two together, he comes up with the supernatural. Harvest is always supernatural because the kingdom is beyond carnal comprehension. I promise you I'm living in that, I'm living in that kingdom realm right now. I'm living in that. I heard my dad talk about it. You know, I, I, I hear my mentors and my pastor, my present pastor, Bishop Morton, I hear them talk about the kingdom. I see it evident on their lives. But babe, now I'm walking in that thing. Glory to God. Glory to God. I'm walking in it. I'm walking in it. I'm walking in it. Glory to God. I don't share. I don't share. You know, I don't share because, you know, I learned from Joseph. You can't share too much. 
So the stuff, you just got to keep it to yourself. You can't share too much. Glory to God. But y'all can look at me and tell I got the blessing all over me. The blessing is all over me. Uh, the blessing is all over me. I'm sitting here. I'm sitting here preaching from my kitchen and the blessing is all over me. Glory to God. Ain't got to hoop and holler. Ain't got to sweat and jump around and all that. Much. He all right. And in the morning, the blessing is all over me. But it did not happen until I got out of my car, my carnal mind and my common sense. If you go to Ephesians chapter three, verses 16 through 20, it says that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height, and to know the love of Christ which passeth knowledge, that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. It passeth knowledge. You, you can't tap into this but by revelation. But by revelation, now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. You see, you got the, you got kingdom, kingdom potential in you, but your common sense is stifling the kingdom of God. You have to say, God, take me, lift me, elevate me above my common sense. And bring me into a place of revelation. <laughs> Glory to God. Bring me into a place of revelation that I understand that there is no lack in the kingdom and that I understand. You ready? <laughs> Man, I got said. Common sense produces carnal results. Common sense. You know, we got a, we got a lot of folks that say it's common sense. It's, it's, it's basic. This is basic principles, and this common sense, but won't give you any revelation because, for one, they ain't laid out and they ain't prayed for none. Hello, somebody. Ain't laid out and, and asked God to give me revelation. Beyond, Beyond where, 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 where they are uh, uh, geographically on the map. Beyond what color God was. Beyond what, 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 my God today. He says, common sense produces carnal results. I, I won't believe in a savior. I won't believe in the savior because it, it doesn't make common sense. It don't make sense at all. Yeah. It, it, I, I would believe that he died and he rose because it doesn't make common sense at all. Golly. Common sense produces carnal results. Golly, man. That's good. He says, he says we have kingdom potential in us, but our common sense is stifling the kingdom of God. Yes. It's, it's putting, putting a cap, cap on it. it. Yeah. So so so, so, so we, we, we we done capped out. Like, like, when you, you put flies in the jar and and and, and, and that's, that's as far as they can go. go. You, you put, put that top on the jar and and and, 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 and tighten it up. They can just fly around, but they'll never come out of the jar. And that's where we are as a body of believers, stuck in that jar and can't advance in the kingdom. 
we still doing elementary stuff in the body of Christ when we should be advancing. We still doing, uh, this is the 69th anniversary conference and this is our 99th uh, Women's Day and, we, we, and ain't nobody getting delivered, saved, set free, no new fresh rhema word, no revelation, same stagnated, stifling common sense Oh my good. God. That's good. Same old same. And we're leaving the same way we come in because we're not giving kingdom principles. Yeah. No kingdom revelation. No revelation. For one, we, we won't fast. We won't pray. We're afraid of demons. Yeah. When we have authority over everything. We're afraid to tap into to, to another realm. No, Reverend, I'm good with the with, with honorariums. Yeah. I'm good with engagements. Yeah. I'm good with flyers. No, man. Soon as you advance out of that 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 mentality, God will bring you out of that chitlin' circuit of preachers that you've been going to. That little chitlin' circuit. You ain't even made it to. You ain't made it to the top notch venues. You still in the chitlin' circle, and you you content with doing chitlin' circle revivals. Yeah. I made somebody log off. Go ahead. <laughs> I like when he said the kingdom is beyond carnal comprehension. Beyond. We can't even understand it. The kingdom is beyond carnal comprehension. They can't understand it. Fleshly understanding. Don't make sense. That's what that means. The kingdom is beyond fleshly understanding. It said because we, the kingdom people, walk by faith and not by sight. Yeah. Lord have mercy. He says some of us are so busy looking we can't see. We can't see nothing. <laughs> My God, y'all know that stirred me up. We can't see nothing. I said, Lord. He said we so busy looking that we can't see. Lord. Can't see a man or woman or guy standing right in front of you. Don't can't it don't even know what's in front of you. Don't know what you got. We're so busy looking that we can't see because the kingdom is beyond our carnal comprehension. That was point number two, y'all. The kingdom is beyond carnal comprehension. Lord, he said to understand the kingdom is to understand how the, 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 uh, the crops are planted and harvested. He said, and the farmer don't even understand how the things come up out the ground. He said, all he knows is he put the seed in the ground, he water it, put it in there in the right season, and then all of a sudden, boom, he got a crop. He said, but he don't even understand how that happened. All he knows is he put his super on God, on, God put his super on our natural, and he got a crop. Hmm. <laughs> he said he don't know nothing about anything else but that it sprung up. He said that we got to stop trying to analyze it to the point that we want it to make sense so bad. We want what we see to make sense so bad around us. It is killing the church. He said, and it causes us to crash carnally because of our natural mind. It, won't, it can't understand this. Our natural mind can't understand the things of God. That's why the Bible says in the book of Romans, I believe it says it like this, that 
the spiritually minded, I mean, the carnally minded man cannot understand the spiritual things of God. They can only understand the carnal mind, the carnal things. Yeah, that stuff sounds like it don't make sense to them. When you tell them that it was a it was a God who sat on the throne at one time, who clothed himself as a man, came down here in flesh and died. And, and then he rose again. That don't make sense to some people. But when you're part of the kingdom and you know that you're dealing in a spirit realm, it begins to make sense. Pastor and I was talking while we were going over this word earlier. And he was saying how people don't believe that it's a God, but they believe that it's a devil. How can you believe that, that there's one without the other? If you believe that there is good and evil, they go hand in hand. The, you know, it's good and evil, and then you got to know that there is a heaven and a hell. If there is a up and there's a down, there's a right and a left. Think about what how I'm saying that. It's something that goes along with everything. That's right. And if there is a devil in hell, there is a God in heaven. There is a God in heaven. Don't y'all let nobody lie and tell you that it ain't. <laughs> Don't let nobody tell you that it ain't no God. He said we need revelation to understand spiritual things, the things in the kingdom. We need revelation. Y'all, every time I get on my knees and pray, I say, Lord, give me revelation of your word. I don't want to get up from prayer and you lead me to a scripture that I can't understand. Give me revelation so that I'll know that this is what you sent me to. This is what you gave me for understanding. And this is the principles that I'm supposed to apply to my life. Because when we read, we ought to be able to apply it to our everyday living. And we don't just read to just say I read a scripture today. But it ought to be a, become one with you. Right. That's kingdom. Right. That's kingdom. And see, it, like, like you said, the... Uh, the common sense produces carnal results. Many of us, we look for scripture to prove ourselves right. Right. Or to come back right. with somebody else. We, we, we look for scripture to argue. That's not what scripture is for. Scripture is to edify. If we're not edifying, we're being, becoming a stumbling block. Scripture even says don't argue scripture. Right. So, so, but we so totally omit that for the fact that we're trying to be so right. Good God Almighty. Our the, the, the theology is just so advanced that we miss the kingdom of heaven. Godly. And the first thing he said, the first time that the kingdom is even mentioned, it, the, the word that he said before it is repent. For the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Yes. Repent. But we, we, but we try to make it out of something totally different. Good God Almighty, let's roll. We got a lot of more. Got a lot of more. And that the kingdom is beyond my carnal comprehension. And then number three, you have to understand this. You want to tap into this kingdom I'm teaching you about. The kingdom has master keys. It has master keys. You know, you, you start talking about entering into the kingdom. There, there, there are at least two master keys to the kingdom of God. And they are faith and love. Faith and love are the master keys 
of the kingdom of God. You want to tap into heaven's system? You want to get you want to get heaven like results on earth that will be done in earth as it is in heaven. You want to tap into that faith and love are imperatives. If you look in James chapter two and verse five, it says, hearken, my beloved brethren, hath not God chosen the poor of this world rich in faith and heirs of the kingdom, which he hath promised to them that love him. Two things you see in there. Faith and love. Two master keys to functioning within the kingdom of God. Faith and love. You got to have faith to activate the kingdom of God. Remember I was telling you about Curtis hit that switch and he uh, engaged the backup tank. That's symbolic of us. You know, having the kingdom of God as a backup system to a world system that is failing, a world system that is on E, the light is blinking. Well, the, 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 the backup tank, as I said, would not benefit us if he did not engage it. The only way to engage the kingdom of God's system, the power that worketh in us is to operate in faith. Because you have to have faith to believe God. And if you go to Hebrews 11 and six, it says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him for he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. We got to work on our faith, babe. People that operate in the kingdom of God, they operate by faith. My father was a kingdom man. Man, glory to God. The glory of God lived on that man's life. The glory of God lived on that man's life. And one, one of the evidences of the glory of God is that there's, there's always abundance. You just have abundance. Just, just, you know, you have more than enough of everything when you tap into the kingdom of God. You know, the, the glory of God produces abundance. It produces abundant joy, peace, it, you know, just abundance, wealth, all of that. My father walked in abundance. But my father had crazy faith. He had ridiculous faith. And you see, God favors faith. John Eckhart said, God favors faith. And when you, if, if you're going to operate in the kingdom, you've got to have faith to believe him. You see, some of you all don't even have faith enough to tithe. And a tithe is nothing but a dime out of a dollar. You don't have faith enough to do that. You don't have faith enough to sow seed. God, God tell you to sow seed. You won't even sow it. It's ridiculous. And you're just holding yourself back. You always, you always talking about people trying to get over on you. What do you have for somebody to get over on? You ain't got nothing. You don't have nothing. People trying to get you to tap into a system that will change your life. And you sitting there listening to these do nothing people talking about they getting over on you. You ain't got nothing. If somebody's going to try to get over on somebody, they're going to try to get over on somebody got something. You ain't got nothing. People trying to get you to tap into the system of God to believe God. But because you don't bring no faith, Hebrews 11 and 6 says, without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that comes to God must believe that he is, that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. You got to have faith to believe him. And then you got to have, you got to have faith and love. 
See, those are the two master keys of the kingdom of God. That sounds like a whole series right there. Faith and love, you see. Glory to God. Glory to God. I remember one Sunday morning I was teaching in the temple and I was talking about how my father walked in supernatural wealth. I was talking about how my father underwrote all of the churches that we started. Some of those churches are gone on. They're no longer under new home. You know, we released them and they're going on doing great works for God. It was my father's checkbook that started those ministries. Some of those pastors will testify to that. Some of them will. Others try to act like they don't know the history, but a lot of y'all know the history. It was Robert Charles Blake Sr. who got his checkbook and wrote out to start these churches. Well, that's kingdom stuff. You see, that's kingdom stuff. He, 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 he believed God. He tapped into the kingdom because, but I was talking about how he had supernatural wealth. And I was saying, I don't have that. And the Holy Spirit stopped me midstream and said, don't you ever say that again. Because if that grace rested upon your father, your father doesn't need that grace in heaven. That grace is still in the earth. If you ain't walking in it, who got it? I changed that thing, man. And I promise you that all been flowing. That all, that all, that all has been flowing. That supernatural all has been flowing. That all has been flowing. That all, that all, that all, that all has been flowing. That all is on my life. But I have the faith to believe him. And then love, faith and love are the master keys of the kingdom of God. You got to love him to obey him. See, a lot of you don't obey God because you don't love him. You don't obey him because you don't love him. Listen to what John 14, 23 and 24 said. Jesus answered and said unto him, if a man love me, he will keep my words and my father will love him. And we will come unto him, fellowship with him and make our bowl with him. The glory will rest like it did on Obed-Edom's house. House, he that loveth me not keepeth not my sayings and the word which he hears, not mine, but the father's which sent me when you when you have faith to believe him and love to obey him, you open the portals of heaven over your life and the glory of God, wealth, riches, prosperity, honor in the earth, health, divine healing, relationships begin to manifest in your life and the kingdom of God is revealed. Tune in to The Preacher's Corner, brought to you by In-House Productions with your host, Pastor JT and Lady Fanita. You can listen to this podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, and Amazon Music. This is an In-House Production. This is an In-House Production. My God. God. Man, that was a lot. That was a lot. That was a lot. I was thinking, and it just hit me right while he was speaking about the grace being on his father. And I thought about the grace that was on my father and my grandfather. My grandfather, uh, the late D.L. Barrett 
pastor in Cleveland, Texas. He did all sorts of um, things. We was able to go get calls and everything in Cleveland. Um, has a community center named in his honor right now and they give out scholarships and, and everything. So what I'm trying to say, he was a humanitarian. Don't we have mafia? Okay, okay. So uh, I'm thinking about the grace that was on daddy. Daddy was a jack of all trades. He did all kind of things. He had uh, uh, photography, videography. He had this big old camera back in the day with the, with the VCR tape slapping the side of the joker. <laughs> and then he would, he the would, he would video the services and make duplicates of the videos at home. Hmm. Kind of, sort of like an in-house Production. productions. Uh-huh. He did cassettes he, and I'm doing MP3 before so the grace still in the earth is still mm-hmm. in the earth my lord everything that they did i'm still doing it to this day to this day and i've been wondering man how do i know how to do this how i know how to do this and how i know how and it just comes and it just comes like i've been doing it for years pick up camera and shoot and learn how to edit and do all, I ain't went to no school to learn how to do none of that stuff. Let pick up marketing and everything. I ain't even got no degree to know how to do none of that stuff. But it's still, the grace is still in the earth. Lady Mayberry, what you got? That's good, babe. Um, I think it's so important the way he ended that um talking about the the master keys to the kingdom i mean it's one thing to say that you are kingdom or that you're a kingdom citizen but um with anything that you associate yourself with your characteristics have to be you know you gotta you'll have characteristics to show what side you on and I like when he said that the kingdom has master keys. They are faith and love. He said you must have faith. We all know that. Because we've read Hebrews 11 and 6 all our lives. That without faith it's impossible to please God. We all know that. That we must first believe that God is who he say he is. And that he is a reward of those that diligently seek him. We know that. I know that scripture like the back of my hand. And we have to have faith enough to believe that God is who he say he is. And that he exists because we cannot see him. So you have to first believe. That's your first key. Is faith. Then he said then you have to operate in love. Love for other people will come. But you got to first fall in love with God. That's right. You don't even know how to love nobody else until you learn how to love God. He said to he, he, he yeah he said he told her he said in the Bible the husband love your wife like Christ loved the church, and the reason why he says that is because Christ gave his life for the church. You don't know how to love nobody until you start loving God. That's right. Till you fall in love with God. 
then it's to, it, after you fall in love with God, then you learn how to love you with your flaws and all. Then you learn how to love other people. But it's not until then. He said the only way to engage the power that works inside of us to, uh, is to operate in faith. The only way to ignite that power that's on the inside of us. And he, he got that 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 um, that word from um, the scripture that says God can do exceedingly abundantly above all we could ever ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. There is a power in us that's waiting to be released. But it only operates out of faith. That's right. That, that power inside of us only moves through faith. That's it. Nothing I, else moves. And that's exactly how I live my life. I don't I don't I don't have to see it. Yeah. I don't have to see it. I, I got the faith that it's gonna happen. Yeah. It's gonna happen. No way possible we made it in that building that we that we supposed to been out of. No way possible. I saw somebody coming to loan us the money to be able to be there yeah you did you said i saw it. somebody you said it. i said somebody gonna come and take care of maybe they didn't want to do it and don't understand why they did it but i saw god sending somebody to do it and then and then to walk off not accept any i said man i'm not gonna uh tie myself down to work a night job and teach Bible study. Right. I'm coming off right. the job and God is going to take care of me, my family, and the church. You said it. And I've been off of the, the what you call it? Corporate. Corporate. I ain't worked for corporate America in two years. But God has been supplying, and we have no lack. No lack. No lack. No lack. No lack. So I'm living proof that that the kingdom principles, and I tithe, I sow, I sow. I don't even know where it come from, but when it come to me, I sow. I sow. I sow in other people. I have. I have. It's crazy. Business owners have contacted me didn't that one this month they were last month because they were lacking on a utility bill for their business yeah hello somebody known rappers hello somebody have contacted me for a loan hey brother I don't see it, but I believe I got it. I, uh, I, uh, what you got the affirmations that we say, I give in creed. We are already declaring in the atmosphere that we're multi, multi, multi millionaires. Nobody on the outside may believe it or see it. They might say them folk crazy. But as God continue to pour into the atmosphere that is becoming a reality don't know how it's gonna work but within the last month 
I've met five millionaires. Five. That I can call. That's in my phone number. In my, in my, in my, in my, I can call them, text with them, conversate with them on a day-to-day basis. So gotta make it happen. Yeah. He remove everything around you. And I said it a couple of weeks ago. Now I'm the brokest individual in the circle. So all I have to do is come up to where they are. Lady Mayberry, final thought. So I wanted to say one thing I do before we close down for our final thoughts. I did want to say one thing that really stuck out in that third point was God favors faith. Yes, ma'am. God favors faith. Favors it. He favors faith. He so whatever whatever you do, have faith in what you ask God for because He favors faith. It said the kingdom is a system of God that requires crazy faith. Crazy faith. The kingdom is a system of God that requires crazy faith. So in order to obey God, you got to love him. Remember he said that. You have to love God. You don't obey him. I mean, the Bible said it. You can't get mad at the messenger. The Bible said that you, if you love him, you will keep his commands. That's what Jesus said. It was written in red. He said, if you love me, you'll keep my commands. <laughs> so it's not, no, nobody's pushing anybody to, uh, you know, make you be obedient to God. That's what you do when you love somebody. That's why I always fashion into a relationship. Right. Some of us messing with folks or been, been in a relationship with people for years. Don't even have a commitment. No wedding ring, no engagement ring. But you ain't going to cheat on that person. You know why? Because you love them. So it's doable. We we make God like it's 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 a. I mean, you when when you think about obeying God, it's like it's a it's a chore. It's it's hard to do, but it's not. If you can do it for Johnny, you can do it for God. That's right. It's easy if you love Him. It's a then when you love Him, it don't make sense. Yeah, it don't make sense to be obedient to something that they can't see. Right. Something that they can't hear. Something that they can't touch. Mm-hmm. It don't make sense. Yeah. And see, that's that common sense that he was talking about. But you know, the thing about it is, if you take a leap of faith and you obey God out of your obedience and your love for him, it's say you open up the portals of God. Everything that you need begins to manifest in your life good health first the finances whatever you need is yours everything shall be added it's yours seek ye first the kingdom that's what kingdom is so i have three final points go ahead and the one thing that i didn't mention at the beginning that he talked about that really raised the red flag for me was when he said COVID has assassinated yeah. religion. He said COVID has assassinated religion. And I don't know if y'all remember, but we we were, I, I think I had preached during the pandemic and I, I, I made it funny and folks started talking about it. I said, just call me the pandemic preacher because I was mad at the folks because most of the church folks had left church and 
<laughs> didn't want to, you know, it's like COVID showed us who was real. It separated the real from the fake. I'm going to say it like that. COVID did that. And so um, a lot of people, you know, left church and then they didn't return back. But I mean, went on with, with the rest of, you know, living and doing everything else. But church wasn't one of the things that they came back to. And I'm not just talking about the lay members. I'm talking about preachers and ministers and prophetess and evangelists. I'm talking about people with power and power, supposedly had power and, and prestige and, you know, but COVID assassinated that religion they were walking in. That's what happened. They, they didn't have a relationship, but it said, turn your focus to the kingdom and live in a relationship with God. That's right. Turn away from religion, turn your focus to a relationship with God. That's kingdom. Can't operate in religion. Then he also said, it doesn't happen until you get out of your common sense. Hmm. You don't become kingdom minded until you get out of your common sense. When you stop saying this don't make sense, then you're tapped into the kingdom. When you stop saying this just don't make sense to me. When well, we serve a God, that, that mathematics never add up to the way we believe that it add up. We, we, he'll make a, a $200 check stretch. Sure will. We know that to be true. Ask me how I know. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, the last the last one that I'm going to say is this. This just this put the icing on the cake. He said, the glory of God produces abundance. The glory of God produces abundance. When the glory of God is on your life, you're going to know it because you're going to produce abundance. He said abundance. he was walking in it. Walking in it. He was I know, walking I know in for it. a fact I'm walking in it. I'm walking in it. I know it. I'm walking in it. I remember um, uh, back in, when was the blizzard? March, April. Uh, sitting in that, in that, in that, uh, that loft with no water, no lights, unsanitary ways of using the restroom, and we still being faithful to the ministry, we still teaching and preaching, still doing sofa talk, still going live, still doing everything, still paying tithe, still doing everything that we, we, we ought to do unto God. And I said, look, God, hey man, I've been faithful. I done gave up my my three bedroom house, two door garage, for this little old bit of uh, uh, what was it, a, a town home or whatever it was, a loft, a loft to 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 live in for two years, for two years. I say, man, look, I know I've been studying, I've been praying, I've been teaching to to and, and preaching. I've been faithful, so you gonna make it enough. For me to go, I'm not looking for another uh, apartment, a townhome. I'm I'm going back for what I gave up. That's right. 
and then we went found this house. And she was like, "Hey, that's that's gonna be too much." I said, "God gonna make it enough." We're going to make it enough. We're going to be able to take care of that and everything else we need to take care of. Call notes and everything else. She said, well, I'm going to have to go back to work. No, you ain't going to have to go back to work. You're going to have to do All you're going to do is you're going to teach and you're going to preach and you're going to finish doing what we're doing. That's what he said. And we're going to trust God and he's going to make it happen. And then folk call us back and say, y'all can move in. Let me back up. The door, when we come to go look at the house, the lady didn't show up. The lady didn't show up. She said, well, that must be a sign. I say, that ain't the sign that God showed me. God showed me this my house. I say, watch. I'm going to go check the door. And I went up to the door and I twisted. You said, if I open this door, this If I open up this door, this my house. And the door, the door knob turned and the door walked walk, 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 wide open. And I turned around and looked and I say, she, I say, well, come on. God, come on in and look at your house. She say, I ain't going to now. I'm going to call the people. I say, well, you don't go and do what you do, and I'm going to go and look around my house. And I looked around my house. I went back, and I say, well, this is going to be my room. This is going to be my office. I say, this is going to be your office. And then I start walking around the house, and I start praying. I went in the backyard. I start praying. She's still sitting in the car. And then when I come back to the front of the car, she say, the lady say, we can go look in the house. I go ahead. I told her the door. I said, like, well, the door was open. My husband opened the door. She go said, right well, ahead. go on in then. You go on looking there. Tell me what you think. I already claimed it. So the lady called back and she said, uh, so did you like it? I say, where do we sign? And we got the information back, what, two days later? The next day. The next day. Now, what, what process go that quick? Yeah. We, we got back to the church. We was going to clean up the church. What process go that quick? Right. I'm, I know I'm walking in it. Mm-hmm. I'm. She be saying, boy, you got some faith. Yes, you got some crazy. No. He got crazy I tell, faith. I tell the bill collectors when we going to pay them. He do. I say, Lord, I don't know. I tell them. Now, I, when I get it, you got it. That's what he tell them. Okay, Mr. Maybeard. All right, y'all have a blessed day. And then what I do, I call them back when I got it. Don't nothing get cut off. Caught on roll away. I'm lying to flying. I ain't got no wind. I'm talking about crazy faith. When you got that type of faith, you walking in that kingdom. Yeah, it's important. It's important. You got to walk. You, you ain't got to see it to believe it. He said it. He said it best. He said, folks, so busy Talking about seeing. business doors opening up. What did he say? He said, some of us are so busy looking, we can't we, see. We so busy looking for it. Trying to, trying to make it. You got our calculator out, trying to figure out. And it ain't adding up. Don't Your money ain't adding up to what everything. It ain't, it, ain't, it ain't working. You trying to figure out, now, how is this going to work? Yeah. God say, just trust me. When you stop trying to do it and let me do it, I'll increase your faith a little bit more once I show you that I can do it. I can get it done. Just move out the way. Just move out the way. God is faithful. God is faithful. God is so faithful. He's faithful to us, y'all, when we're not faithful to him. So we have to remember that we walk by faith and not, not by, by sight. It is not about what you can see. We serve 
a God who can do anything he wants to do. You have the power to cause him to do what he said that he would do. How is that? The word of God. Give him his word back. He said, I watch over my word to perform perform. it. Can I share another testimony? Go ahead. I got another testimony. Crazy faith testimony. I got a bunch of them, but I'm going to... You remember when we went to the car lot and got the truck? Uh-huh. When we got there, we filled out the paperwork. They gave us the keys, and we drove off. Yeah. They did. Right? Yeah. We didn't do no credit check or none of that stuff. Nope. They said they didn't need one. But you said before we got there, they ain't going to give us no truck. What'd I say? Yes, they are. I say, man, I'm finna ride off with me a truck today. Yeah, you did. He said, I want an F-150. And I'm getting me an F-150. <laughs> and we rolled off. Like Tonto and the Long Ranger. Same Don't day. Don't us out of here. Same day. <laughs> I hope y'all were blessed by the word. He ain't got his eyes closed over here after that last testimony. to my prayer sound. <laughs> I hope y'all were blessed by the word. Oh, it, it blessed me. I forgot. I forgot the balloons. Shout out to yes. HOD for the for all of the love. Yes. Celebrating 12 years. Yes. See, y'all thought I was going to throw my balloons away. Y'all know. Y'all. I got. I still got them. Still got my balloon. As well as. Yeah. He they showed some love. Yeah, he ain't haven't he haven't opened his up yet. Of course I have, and ate all my candy for one thing. They showed some love yesterday, and I just want to show the world what H O D did for. We anchored. That's right. That's right. H O D. Yes, brother. Let's say he had his eyes closed. He did. Put it in there, and, and she got. And, and she got, she just got to pull it up a little bit closer, so. so well, you brother Mo like said that. I'm loud and clear. Oh, you just got to talk in the mic. You ain't got to talk loud. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that the grandma cookies in there? I don't <laughs> no, know. I don't ain't got think no so. No. Mind your business now. <laughs> we ain't sharing. We ain't sharing. Yeah, I hope y'all were blessed by the word. That was such a good word. I mean, and he, like he said, he didn't hoop and holler, he didn't sweat and walk back and forth on a pulpit, but a, such a relevant, a, a relevant word, such a right now on time word. It was so good, so good. It was so, it felt so good going down. It's like it was good. I enjoyed it. Open your eyes. Time to pray. Been time to pray, pray. All right, y'all. Father God in heaven, Lord, we just thank you, God, for who you are, Lord. We thank you, God, for your many, many blessings. We thank you, God, for brand new mercy and grace this morning. God, we thank you, Lord, for kingdom principles, for the master keys, God, knowing that it takes faith in our love for you, God. Cause us to be obedient to your will, to your way, to your word. God, and then cause us to have faith, God, that will unlock doors in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you now that there is no lack in our life. No lack in our life. We thank you that the glory of God produces abundance and it's going to work in our favor. 
We thank you for all things, God. We thank you for every person, God, that attended on tonight. God, we ask that you bless their household, God. Cause that abundance to reign like never before. God, don't allow no lack in not one house that is represented on this live. Out of the, the six that I'm watching, no lack. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. By the power and authority of the Holy Ghost and the precious blood of the Lamb, God, we claim it done. Amen. 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 Sister May say rock that hoodie. Yeah, he I'm been rocking it. He been rocking his hoodie today. Like. Boys. Yeah, we didn't lose yesterday. We didn't. No. Let me play this. Let me turn off on what you got up here. We out of here in just a sec. We out of here in just a sec. Just a sec. I just remember something. What's going on, Pastor Mayberry and First Lady? I just want to thank you guys for all the support. Today is 62 days. 62 days. God is good. Thank you guys for all the prayers. Thank you guys for trusting and believing in God and doing what you guys have done. Trust me, y'all are a great team. Keep up the good work. And this right here is just the beginning for you guys. You're reaching people. about Salute. 62 days that's what i'm talking about keep strong man yeah keep, keep going you got this that's for um uh for the people that thought we were doing this for clout <laughs> and uh yeah we actually have people that are uh, pushing us on and edging us on to continue to teach and preach right here on the preacher's cone. I got a couple of things that I want to share uh, before we go. And that's for that person that's always doubting themselves and their ability. Uh, don't make no more excuses. Make it happen. Start now. Get perfect later. Dream big. Don't go for the little stuff. Use kind words. Say I love you. Say please and thank you. Be grateful. Help others. Don't whine. Be silly. Keep calm. Keep calm. Keep calm. Keep calm. 
That's my time. Carry on. Oh, carry on. That's my time. That's my time. What's to say next? Salute. Salute. We out of here. We out. Wow. He's hollering, y'all. <laughs> like Eddie Murphy. <laughs> and that when he was down the basement. <laughs> oh, now she ready to cut up. We get ready to cut the cut the camera out. Boy, we sat here about thirty minutes laughing, and then the camera came on. Cool. We out. This is our in-house production. Go ahead, say it. Go ahead, say it.